Love that music. I'm glad you do. (laughs) Welcome to episode eight of your personal podcast for those who want more out of life. And we bring this podcast mem to our listeners unedited. And unscripted, don't forget, Martin. I won't forget. Please rate, review and subscribe to your personal podcast. I'm Martin Hazy. I am an MBA, an entrepreneur, educator, CEO and former Lord Mayor. As always, I'm here with my co-host, Mim Romeo, 30 years of friendship, Mim is a corporate retailer, business coach and mentor, executive advisor and community leader. Mim, great to see you. Great to be here again, Martin. And as usual, I'd like to thank all our listeners throughout the globe for tuning in to your personal podcast. And please keep sending in your feedback. It really is valuable and appreciated. Mim, every week we have a growing number of listeners from more countries. Isn't that wonderful? I think it is great that people tune in to your personal podcast. So, you know, let them keep tuning in and hopefully we'll start to spread out to more and more countries as time goes on. Well done. Now, how are you, Mim? I'm great. Oh, this week's been outstanding. Since our last podcast, I've been so energised and excited. I was a little bit worried about you last week in episode seven of your personal podcast where we discussed conflict resolution. You just seemed a bit flat. Oh, yeah, just a tiny bit, but I think I energised myself towards the end. <laughs> I think that's probably the world's biggest understatement. Look, that week was fantastic, Martin. Why I was trying to tell the listeners that don't look at conversations as something daunting. Go in with a different attitude. Go in with a different mindset. You'll enjoy conversations. Don't always think that they've got to be so negative that we've got to go in somehow all sort of ruffled up. I sense, Mim, given that you weren't ruffled up, I sense, Mim, that you caught me off guard because I went into last week's episode seven of your personal podcast where we focused on conflict resolution. I went into I thought that's a fairly heavy series. I could tell series. you were a little bit down last week and I thought, this is not right. What are we doing? Are we bringing inspiration to our listeners or are we bringing a bit of a morbid situation? Well, you certainly turned that situation around. So well done to you. That's good. And I noticed you listened last week because now we've got some prosciutto on the table. We've got some food, some coffee. I'm excited today. <laughs> Cannolis are happening next week. Beautiful. Be- Listen, you want a smile on my face? Keep bringing the food. I'm, I, I must say, I must say, Mim, when, when you shared with our listeners, if you want to bring me to the table in a conflict resolution situation, bring me some food. I thought... This is a little bit unorthodox, but you were, you, I think you were kind of being a bit dramatic. Look a, at this, I finally got you to laugh on the show. <laughs> I reckon that's, that's a prize in its own. It took you about seven <laughs> episodes to do it, but you're absolutely right. That was probably the first time that I have. Mim, well done. I can see your approach. There is method behind your approach. That's right. There always is. And remembering to our listeners for your personal podcast, this is about inspiring and providing you with some understanding that Every conversation you're in, you have the ability to change the outcome. Well said. And, Mim, everything we share with our listeners is based upon our own personal experience. Yeah, absolutely it is. We, we, share, we share openly, unscripted, unedited. Now, Mim, today we're episode 8 of your personal podcast. We're still in very much the foundation topic stage of our 2023 podcast series where yeah. we're providing our listeners with All a the time. suite of of really, really important topics. Remember, these are just topics. We're just touching the surface of these topics. Sometimes I feel like we could chat all day. Well, we could chat all day, but uh, we've got other things to do. So. And so do <laughs> our listeners. So do our listeners, most importantly. <laughs> Good comeback. Mim, what are we chatting about today? 
Today is a very important subject, resilience. Resilience in how we deal with things that we face every day, whether it's at home or whether it's in the workplace, there's things that we all face that sometimes we're not prepared for. Now, that's a word that we've heard a lot of since the onset of COVID in early 2020 is that we've heard a lot about well-being and resilience, haven't we? Yeah, because everyone throughout the world in that COVID period were facing things that they were not expecting, challenges that they never faced before, and they needed to be resilient in how they were dealing with it. Okay, so let's define it and let's also provide a structure for today's discussion with our listeners. So we're going to have a talk about what is resilience. We're going to share some examples of resilient people who have done extraordinary things by overcoming extraordinary things. And remembering things. the word resilient, where does it, where's the foundation come from? I it's from that. challenges that people are facing that they, were unex- that they were never expecting. I would say originally it was a Latin word. Well, that's probably a good explanation as well, you know. I mean, I, I took it from the other way, but you bring the dictionary in whenever you like. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you have Italian heritage, so, you know, just go back a couple of centuries. That's right. That resilience is couple always. Couple millennia. Resilience. Don't worry, my background was always about you, you've got to come up with resilience when you're facing something you weren't expecting, you hadn't planned for. It, all of a sudden it's just landed on your lap and you've got to deal with it. Okay, so resilience is more than overcoming setbacks it's actually a skill set that can be learned would that it, be a fair comment and you and you never stop learning martin that that resilience is not that you get to a point where you think you've got it all i'll give you an example live example when i was younger and i was and i had purchased my first home what we found is that back then interest rates were 18 percent now i had to be resilient in terms of how to Purchase the home at that interest rate level. Now, I don't think today most people would ever consider that the interest rates would get at 18%. But what I needed to do back then is I was living a little bit beyond my means. And what I needed to do is readapt, restructure that I could purchase the home under that high interest rate and still be able to provide food on the table, still be able to do all the other things I wanted to do, but I needed to do it at a lesser, less is probably not the word, I needed to do it differently. I have one word. Yes. Resilio. Resilio. Do you know what that that means? (laughs) No, I don't. That's Latin, and that means to bounce back. Really? It is a Latin word. Well, I'm learning so much out of your personal podcast. So you you bounce back from an 18% interest rate. That's right, 18%. Now, that was un, that's unheard of these days. But resilience comes at a time when you're faced with adversity. Adversity, you need to trust in your ability to be able to move forward. Do not doubt your ability to move forward. What you need to come to an understanding is what is your competency base at the time and who around you can support you to come together to help you through that situation you're facing. So let's unpack that for listeners. I love that word unpack. I yeah. use that all the time. Do you? I? Yeah, what I did you used to use it for? Well, because I used to work in retail for many, many years well, and I was always unpacking things. Wow, that's fantastic. I'm and really that's what excited like, about that. Well, that's what life's all about. You're always unpacking things. <laughs> that's really things. changed my life. <laughs> well, I thought you would have supported me on that one because you worked in retail Not for many years Look, also. I'll tell you what I'll do, Mark. Next time I get a delivery, I'm going to get you to come around to unpack it for me. How's that sound? <laughs> Can you hear the silence? Can you hear the silence? Mim. Yes, sir. You don't kind of learn resilient. Resilience. 
look, I actually think you do. You know, when we're born... No, you learn how to become more resilient. Yeah, That's where the skill set comes in. It does, but I think as we're all born into this world, we automatically are resilient. Why? You know, from a child to a teenager to a gra- adult, we're always learning how to deal with situations we've never faced before. Look at as a child. When they first born, they really don't know really anything about the world until they face it every day. And as a child, you're resilient to deal with certain things. As you start to go to to school to learn, as you start to go to work, as you start to grow, you find as you start to buy your first property or whatever it is, we're always looking at situations where, you know, I say embrace those circumstances you've never faced before. Mim, I think there are three parts to being more resilient or resilience. What are those three parts, Mark? Well, you don't have to always do it alone. Seeking support from others, I'd say, would have to be one part of it, correct? I agree with you 100% because I- dealing with situations doesn't mean you have to deal with yourself. Okay. Learning how to become better at problem solving. That's critical as well because resilience is always about that you're facing something that you that came about unexpected. Thirdly, developing your coping skills. That is critical. Because resilience, or sorry, should I say, when things happen to us, adversity, unexpected adversity, that yeah. was the word I was looking yeah. for, is that sometimes it can be overwhelming, can't it? It can. And when you're in that moment of being overwhelmed, take a deep breath, step back, and then ask yourself, who have I got around me that can help me, strengthen me, and and guide me through this situation? Because at this point... I'm feeling overwhelmed and I need support around me who have the right mindset and the right attitude. So let's then say that actually becoming better at managing overwhelm is your first important step towards building your own personal resilience. Don't fear the unknown. Embrace it. So where do we, who do we turn to when we're overwhelmed? We turn to the people that we know have the ability to be creative and innovative in maybe situations that they've personally faced and been able to overcome. Things that we thought were maybe uh, really challenging, but then we saw and they thought, wow, they got through that okay. Your personal podcast is about understanding that our experiences are hopefully encouraging others to understand that there's nothing that you'll face that you cannot find a solution for. It's the process that you use that's important. And turn to people that you trust, Mim, because when you're overwhelmed, you're vulnerable. And when you're vulnerable, you must turn to people who you trust. That example I gave about the 18% interest rate. Now, I didn't do that by myself. I had to find people around me to guide me through that 18% interest rate. I was overwhelmed without a doubt, but I found the people who were financially knowledgeable who could help me structure my finances in a way that I could still purchase my home and still be able to live life and be happy. What about the link then between resilience and well-being? Because in 2020, when we really started hearing so much more about we've got to become more resilient because we're in such an uncertain environment, we also started hearing so much more about well-being and not just physical well-being, which is something we've heard about for a long time, Mental well-being. Yeah. What's the relationship, Mim, between well-being and resilience? The, the, it's connected very closely. Why? Because if your health and well-being is at a level that's really strong, then you're going to be able to 
deal with adversity in a, in a much better way. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah, sure. You've always been a really positive individual. You bring yeah. that to yeah. your personal podcast. That has to have something to do with your own personal well-being. How do you manage, for and on behalf of our listeners, Mim, how do you manage your own personal mental well-being? One thing I've always held really close is this. Once I got this understanding, it changed my life and my thought process forever, is that situations you deal with or that you face, whether they're planned or unplanned, you still got to work through them. Now, you've got a choice. Either you deal with them miserably or happy. I just chose to have a different mindset and said, I'm going to deal with these situations from a happy perspective, knowing that I can get through to the other side and knowing that every day I can still enjoy but I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm forever building my competency base and skill level that hopefully I can influence others to deal with it in the same manner. So I'm hearing now that there's a relationship between resilience and mindset. Yeah. Is that? It, it's true. If you have a better mindset, what you face, the thing that you never planned for, doesn't become so overwhelming, doesn't become so daunting. What happens is it's just a situation that you need to deal with. But because your energy levels are right – your positive outlook is strong. You're not saying you have all the answers. Because I go to a lot of resources to deal with certain situations that I might not be at the level of knowledge or understanding, but we get the job done. Well done, Mim. Um, one of our listeners has asked me to pass on this gold watch to you. Oh, Mim. wonderful. I've got my gold watch. So for sharing that very <laughs> personal story, I've just given Mim a gold watch. And that- Thank you to that listener with all my heart. At least someone cares. <laughs> Mim, we all care and our listeners care. Well, let me tell you, the listeners sent me the gold watch, you didn't. So I'm thanking the listener. I'll move past that, Mim. <laughs> I care, Mim, because I'm persistent and I turn up. That, now, that is a, that's that, a very neat Well, that is segue. a positive. <laughs> that is, you should take that as a positive. That is a very neat segue. What is the relationship between actually resilience and persistence? The relationship there is understanding that you're trusted in your own ability, so you're going to be persistent in your approach. You know, you're going to be innovative, creative. Uh, there's going to be some examples. You know, there was an example I, I had in my work career where I was looking after a warehouse and we had such... Let's uh, unpack that. Yeah, we had a large... Deli- That's very good, unpack that in the warehouse. <laughs> I'm going to use you next time. Send me your resume. <laughs> What, I, I did, and that's why I'm at your personal podcast. This warehouse was behind a retail store, and the warehouse was only capable of holding about 40 pallets. Now, we were expecting 200 pallets that day. Resilient? Did I have to be that that, that moment? Absolutely. What you did to, I do? We had to be I, adaptive. I gathered everyone together in that store and said, this is what's coming. We need to plan. We need to execute. We need to, we need to be on the top of our game, and how are we going to get through all this stock at the end of the day, be able to close the roller door and still be in a position to understand what's in the store. And I've got to say, collectively, we came up with a brilliant plan. No one, no one in that discussion ever said, can we call the trucks and tell them to stop? We knew they were coming. We said, we can do this. We just needed to look at it differently. A problem shared is a problem solved. Absolutely. I love that expression. Do you? I do. Well, I wouldn't have classified in the top 10, but if you like it, let's put it on there. Well, it's all about teamwork, Mim. And as my co-host on your personal podcast, it's all about teamwork. Now, what I'm going to ask you a question, Martin, you ran a national retail chain. And I can tell you in, in most of those 
situations, you would have had to be resilient in terms of what you faced, things that you planned and things that came about that you didn't plan for. How did you go about it? What's an example you can provide to our listeners on your personal podcast? Let's unpack that. <laughs> I'm telling you, you keep saying that and don't worry, I'll get all my deliveries sent to your home address. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mim, I, it's very interesting, isn't it? The first thing I think I had to learn to manage actually was overwhelm. I was in a fast growth small business which started some years ago and over time it grew into being a much bigger enterprise. Where yeah, it was I had a really well-known enterprise too, Martin. Hundreds of employees, supply chains through multiple countries, many retail stores right around the nation. Your store was leading some of the fashion direction in the country as well at that stage. That's Yes, that's correct. I'm trying to give you a compliment. No, I, I just I, I, I just accepted that. <laughs> in fact, someone told me the other day, Mim, this is actually a really key yeah. life learning. Someone told me when someone gives you a compliment, accept it and yeah. say thank you. Yeah, it's hard for people to do that. It is very hard for yeah. people to do that. And I must say, Mim, for our listeners, it's been very hard for me to do that. So often when people make a compliment, yeah. I might just be silent. Yeah, I know. But actually, and it's I've kind of – that before. Have you? Yeah. You're joking? No. Oh, okay. I give you compliments. I notice you go quiet. I do cause it, because I, it actually makes me feel a little bit kind of – Awkward. Yeah. Look, sometimes we we are our own worst critic because we think, really, did I do that well? Didn't I do that well? And I say, celebrate your successes. No, well said. You I think- ran a retail store that changed some of the fashion content in this country, which was quite significant. So celebrate that great work. Mim, thank you, because that's been a very kind of impromptu lesson that's fallen out of our discussion today, and that's why we do not script yeah. your personal podcast. Our greatest encouragement to our listeners is that when someone pays you a compliment, accept it. Yeah. Thank them for it. That's right. Because you're actually not doing justice to the person who's given you the compliment if you don't thank them for the compliment. And And that's a nice way to look at it, isn't it? It is. And you look at it in that perspective, look at it from a resilient point of view. I was trying to find the segue between that and resilience, (laughs) but I'm glad you found one. A resilient point of view is that resilience is about looking at ways to overcome a situation and the best way to do that is to compliment those you bring in. You know, you've got people around us that are skilled in different, different ways, have competencies at different levels. When you bring them in to help find a solution, you're really saying thank you. For, for contributing to this. I'm so glad you just touched upon skills and competencies because someone can be the most skilled person but it doesn't necessarily make them resilient. That's right. Someone can be highly resilient but actually lesser skilled. Yeah. So resilience in itself is something that we can learn how to become more resilient. So, Mim... If I was to ask you, share with our listeners your top three strategies on how to personally become more resilient, what would they be? Firstly, trust in your ability to deal with adversity. Secondly, embrace the circumstances you've never faced. And thirdly, know your strengths and know the areas you need to improve on and find the right people around you to call upon when the need arises. I think that last point is so key, is that actually engaging with others, and in your personal podcast... You didn't think my first two points were any good? I think all your points are good. Well, you didn't mention it. Again, (laughs) the silence. (laughs) 
You, you if our s- listeners could see my co-host face sometimes, oh, you have we're going to do some live shows in the future, I can tell you now. You have this extraordinary <laughs> ability to disrupt my line of thought. I get, I get so focused on the next point and you get so focused on disrupting my next point. Is it... I, I, That's resilience. So you're being resilient. You're dealing with a situation you never thought would that you would be facing. Look at that. See, we're giving live examples to our listeners on your personal podcast, and it's good. You're absolutely right. Okay, so what we've discussed is we've kind of discussed the importance of building your own personal support system to help you become more resilient. Now, we've spoken about mindset and how yeah. important it is in terms of having a just, positive just mindset. Just highlight to that, Martin. That You're disrupting re- me again. I apologise, but just this point is really critical. When you talk about building your support uh, support network, it's from the home life and the work life as well. It's not just one or the other. You need to have both. Why? Because resilience comes across life at all times, whether you're in the workplace or whether you're in the home life. I'm telling everyone, and I've experienced it and you've experienced it, Martin, that you've had to be resilient in both sets of circumstances. It's so true. You can't quarantine resilience, can you? It happens across all parts of our life. Isn't it amazing that some of the most popular movies through today and through the passages of time have actually been on the theme of resilience? And And you know we learn so much through movies. People just think you're looking at a movie, but when you look at some of those examples in the movies, I tell you that really does increase our our knowledge. Shawshank Redemption, Slumdog. (laughs) Slumdog. Slum dog millionaire. There we are. Another disruption. I, I'm, I'm going to be so resilient by the end of this podcast. Gladiator, Titanic. Gladiator. Wasn't that a great movie? That, I love that movie. That I mean, that that is the epitome. What part did you resilience. like? What part stood out to you, Martin, in Gladiator? All of it. Top, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Now, uh, Top Gun Maverick was a very good movie as well. What resilience did the, did that show? Show us or show the, the the viewers who saw that movie. I haven't watched it. No. <laughs> I'll give you an example in that movie. I'm only joking. I've actually saw that movie. Did I you? saw that movie three times. Now, Tom Cruise. I loved it. Tom Cruise showed everyone in the initial in the initial first part of that movie. The first scene. They were going to shut down that whole program he was involved in. What did he do? The general hadn't arrived yet. And he said, boys, I'm going to get the plane in the sky and we're going to break them the record in terms of speed that we needed. So he was resilient. He didn't stop what they wanted to achieve. He said, we've got a window of opportunity. Was he breaking the rules? He wasn't breaking the rules because he wasn't officially told to stop. That's correct. So he that, hadn't, w- that hadn't happened yet. But he proactively did something. He didn't wait for someone else to come up with the idea. He said, we can do this. Let's get into it. Isn't that wonderful, though, that so many of these movies which we all watch – actually do have the common theme of resilience. So it must be something, Mim, that resonates with all of us. Look, the movies are based on human elements, human examples. You know, when we look at movies and we look at real life, there's a lot of similarities. Why? Because that's where the movie themes come from. You know, when I talk to you about the the warehouse example or the home life example, the interest rates, you know, there's many movies that go through those situations. But the key for our listeners is is understanding that resilience is about facing adversity that you were not expecting 
or it was out of your control, but you have the ability to overcome it, find the right resources, have the right mental attitude, have the right energy levels, and you will get through it. Now, is everything easy? No. But is it possible? Absolutely. Many of our listeners would be aware of the economic headwinds in 2023. But I'm going to share something which is probably a little more aligned with a mindset. Yeah. If you look at through time, whether it's a tech bubble of 2000, whether it's a GFC of 2008, whether it's the economic headwinds of 2023, truth be told, there's often something happening which is beyond our control. That's right. And I think this underscores even more so the importance of being resilient because this may not be your first rodeo, but it certainly won't be your last rodeo. Can I tell you the a part of the foundation? As you were talking, something just stood out to me. I could see that. When you look at resilience, this is what every, all our listeners and what I learnt in life. I'm ex, I'm sharing what I learnt that if you excel in the things that you can control, if you excel in the things that you can manage, you can control, and you can get to the outcome. When a situation comes that you're not expecting let me tell you, it becomes easy to deal with it. Why? Because you're at a high level of performance. You are performing at a, at a, at a moment that is, is strengthening you. You're achieving results. So when something comes up, you're going to have a better mindset to deal with it. You know, I mean, I call that actually operating at a higher level of frequency. Yeah. Now, that's an odd thing to say. But if I look back through my own career, and I hope that our listeners can kind of connect with this through yeah. their own lives. Sometimes when you are in the heat of the moment and you're dealing with a situation which is unexpected, uh, disruptive, and you've got to adapt and sometimes you've got to adapt quickly. Quickly, Yeah. Time is essence. Time is of the essence. It sharpens the mind. Yeah. It focuses the mind. And you actually, and I think the belief part of this is so important, but the solutions do come either through collaboration or from yourself, or often from both. But the lesson there is, once you've got those solutions, you have to act. Yeah. The, the, the practical side of it is really important. You know, theory in itself, and we've spoken about this in other podcasts, practic- get to the practical side of what you want to do and execute it well. And then your resilience will grow. Your knowledge will grow. Your ability to handle greater situations that you hadn't planned for will become an opportunity to learn more, to grow more, to build your confidence going forward. Why? You're not expecting the unknown, but you're not fearing it either. Very true. Very true. Mim, resilience, personal well-being, mental well-being, physical well-being, in so many ways, these are the topics of the day. Yeah. They're not going to go away. They're probably only going to strengthen. So we... Really encourage all of our listeners is to, through self-reflection, self-assessment, is to look at your own personal level of resilience. I'm going to share that resilience and persistence are probably two of the most important skill sets that we can learn in order to strengthen ourselves, to deal with more things, to expand our comfort zone and grow. Yeah, truly. When you look at it and... And this is what I learnt in my life. 
is that when you look at resilience, it's really talking about how do we work with the situation we've got to get an outcome we're looking for. It's not about trying to fight it. The example earlier on I gave about the trucks, the, the delivery trucks coming. They were coming. I wasn't looking at stopping that. I was looking at saying, how do I work with it? How do I get to a goal that's really going to be workable and achievable and get the result we're looking for? So resilience is all about understanding what is the goal you're trying to achieve? What is the outcome you want to achieve? And the other thing is, when I talked about the 18% interest rates, now, back then it was very different to today, I understand. But I was dealing with a situation that I needed to work through. I've got the solution. Yeah? I'm going to make you a loan. Are you? 18%. Fantastic. Sign me up today. Fantastic. <laughs> I knew there'd be a positive now, outcome. That does. I'm not trying to say that back then is different to today. All I'm saying is I was faced with a situation that I needed to be re- more resilient in how to work through it, how to get to the result I was looking for, have the right people around me to help me through that and keep my energy levels, my mindset in a positive thought process moving forward. Mim, I've had times where I've been tested to the limit personal limit, emotional limit, financial limit, even intellectual limit Yep. in as far as I've really felt like I've been out on a limb. Yeah. And that can be overwhelming in occasions. And it wasn't really until I made a conscious decision that I would start looking at problems as a series of parts because you can address part of a problem. Yeah. And sometimes looking at the entirety of the problem can be overwhelming. But if you can address one part, you can address a second part. Okay. You can address a third part, and if it's in four quarters, you've just addressed the problem with the fourth part. Yeah, but the key to it is, Mark. Break it down. Break it down, but the key it is, don't be afraid to bring other people into the conversation, people that you trust, that you, that you respect, that you know that have your best interest at heart. Bring them in. And you find sometimes with the right people around us, that very situation that we thought, wow, how do I deal with this, becomes manageable. Here's another learned behaviour which I will share with our listeners, Mim. Sometimes the crazier things become, the more uncertain that things become, is I become calmer. Yeah. So it's actually a natural default mechanism to actually become karma in times of adversity and it actually helps me deal with it now some people have a natural ability to do that martin and some people don't what i'm saying is that if we have the right support around us we're going to all be able to work through it quickly mim let's sum up for our listeners okay give us three key takeouts on how to become more resilient trust in your ability to overcome adversity embrace the circumstances that you are facing and then have the right support around you to be able to deal with every situation that is that is that you're facing that you hadn't planned for. Even the ones you planned for, have that support. Because why? It's going to give you the opportunity to get to where you want to go. Thank you for listening to Episode 8 of your personal podcast where Mim and I have shared with you our experience, our insight with regards to dealing with something which can sometimes seem very overwhelming – but not always. Break yeah. it down into the sum of its parts and you will become more resilient. And resilience does strengthen us. Embrace that opportunity. And to our listeners, we thank you and we look forward to speaking with you again next week. Martin, 
You have a wonderful day. I look forward to next week as well. Thank you, Mim. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Love that music. Stop it. <laughs>